Hello, and welcome to J-Waves. I am the Corpus Christi Joker, and today we are doing a podcast on Black Adam, the new movie that just came out. We saw it yesterday, and I keep saying we because I have my special guest, once again, Mr. David Fuentes. Hi, David. How are you doing? Good, man. How are you today? Fantastic. So we're going to talk about Black Adam, the movie, what we thought about it, whether or not you should watch it, and then we'll give you the score here at the end of this podcast, and we'll go from there. But... All in all, I'd like to say, once again, what DC is doing with this kind of a movie, it is playing with the idea of perspective, which is one of my favorite topics of all time. Perspective, to me, is a way to show that there is no such thing as good and evil. It always depends on what what side you're standing on and the perspective that you have. Uh, Black Adam, yet again, does that once more, like they did with the Joker and various other people, where... It is all dependent in Suicide Squad. It all depends on the perspective that you're standing on, on whether or not it is good or evil, or if even good and evil even exist. I think that it does not exist. I believe that it always depends on forgiven and unforgiven, and whether or not what you have done, what you'll be forgiven for, you're not forgiven for. There's no such thing as good and evil. And DC has been playing with this idea for a long time, confusing fans on whether or not this is a supervillain, or is he an anti-hero that is just depicted as a villain, depending on perspective of the hero who we think is the hero, but also could possibly not be the hero. I've been fighting this fight against Batman forever, because I don't think Batman is a hero. I believe he is a supervillain, because he only sees in black and white. He has no gray area to understand why a criminal would need to be a criminal as far as survival or stealing for his family or whatever. So that, to me, makes him a villain. Again, erasing the idea of good and evil, it always comes down to perspective. So, with Black Adam, did they do their job in confusing new fans that don't know the comics, that don't know Black Adam as a supervillain, did this movie do its job as far as confusing a new fan into thinking, well, Black Adam isn't that bad of a guy... So whenever he goes up against Superman, who are they supposed to cheer for? Superman or Black Adam, now that they've fallen in love with Black Adam because of this movie, if the movie did its job? So, David, my first question to you is, knowing the history of Black Adam, because we are both huge comic fanatics, we love supervillains, we love comic books, do you think this movie will confuse fans whenever Black Adam is depicted as a villain did this, did this movie do its job into making new fans that have never heard of Black Adam, that don't know he's a supervillain, does this confuse fans whenever he goes up against Superman or Shazam later on as he's now depicted as a villain? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It is... It's confusing. To people, very, right? very. It's very confusing. Because here he's depicted as an anti-hero yes. and a savior for these people of Qatar. Right? right. And it's like... Again, touching on what we were talking about earlier is perspective. Always depending on the perspective. Like, we we as Americans see ourselves as the good guys, the police of the world. Where other people will see us stepping in like, like the Justice Society stepped in here. And they're going like, no, you're the villain. You shouldn't be here. He's our champion. I think that's interesting, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's a crazy concept to think about. Um when we're looking at a movie from this perspective. Because again, from the comics, me and you've always known Black Adam as a villain. Yeah. Straightforward, 
no nonsense about it. You can recognize him as the villain. This movie changes that idea of Black Adam. Was it a cool concept to see? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. But will the general audience be confused by whether he's a good guy or a bad guy? The movie betrays him as a good guy. Yes. It's not told to us that he's a good guy. It's not told to us that he's a bad guy. But the actions that he performs within the movie, throughout the course of the movie, makes us believe that he can be a good guy. Yeah. Without blatantly saying it. Right, because they even they even like play with the idea again of perspective with how they explain his character. Like he comes in when there's a greater evil and he's just the evil they need to get rid of a greater evil. So does that make him a good guy or does that make him a bad guy? Because he's evil and he kills and boy he kills a lot. And that's the fun part of the movie, seeing yes. him not care at all. Right. But it's like he's a bad guy fighting worse people but then compared to Superman he's a bad guy but compared Superman you know is the ultimate good Black Adam is bad guy but then there's worse guys that Black Adam kills so like that's a interesting again it's perspective it depends on where you're standing the moral compass is completely flipped right within this movie the first part of the movie when you first see him he just goes at it. Yeah. So right off the bat, from a comic book perspective, you go, okay, this is where they're going to go. Yeah. So you were like, I'm all in. And then the second hack happens, and you're like, wait a minute. What's changing about it? That moral compass. Yeah. Because these questions are posed to him throughout the movie. And I know they did this in the comics, too, where they, they brought him back and he was an anti-hero and he had to make some decisions. And I get that. I get that completely. But I really do think, because you know, we're old school, we grew up in, in the 80s where there was bad guys and good guys in wrestling. We, we grew up in the 80s where there was bad guys and good guys in comics. We grew up in the 80s where there was bad guys and good guys in the movies. Now there are no such things. There is no, for sure, like, let's just, like, even if we step out of DC, we go to Marvel. Deadpool is one of the most beloved characters in, in cinema, I think. Everyone loves Deadpool. I think he's the funniest thing. He's a villain. Yeah. He's no a mercenary. To, no one wants to commit to the idea of yeah. bad and good when it comes to these kind of things. Yep. And, I, and even, like, the idea, I mean, again, I'm stepping out of DC, but, like, uh, you know, with Thanos... The way they depicted Thanos, he wasn't wrong. You know what I mean? He, he wasn't wrong. He just needed to be stopped because he won. And they didn't like that he won. So they went back to change that he won. I mean, we go back to the idea of what a villain is. Not just in comics, but in general. Mm -hmm. The concept of a villain is not really a villain. It's their ideas and belief system. Yeah. They, they touch on that, too, on, right. on the Batman and, with the Riddler. And the only reason we think that they're bad people or villains is because we don't believe in the same ways that they believe. Yeah. Like, even even with the Riddler and the new Batman, you know, the Batman, right. 
you know, he, he, he believes Gotham needs a cleansing, and he wasn't wrong. He, he, and that was the thing, too. Like, I agreed with the Riddler. Man, it did need a cleansing. Because mm-hmm. if it didn't need a cleansing, they wouldn't need Batman. Yes. So the Riddler's right. And that's why I, I completely related to him, because I was like, he was absolutely shocked when he found out that Batman and him are not on the same side. He was shocked to his core because he thought Batman exists for the only reason why he thinks Gotham needs a cleansing. So he's like, what are you talking about, Batman? We're on the same side. We're doing the same thing. Only you're doing it your way. And I'm doing it my way. But we're both going to end up at the same idea, idealment, where Gotham needs a cleansing. You're doing it one by one. I'm thinking of flooding Gotham entirely. And he did. And he might have killed a lot of the bad element. We're all coming to the same conclusion. Yes. So there's, again, blurring the lines between good and evil. We just pretend that these people are good. And they're not. No. They never have been. No. And that goes from now into the annals of history. There is no such thing as good and evil. No such thing. And I've been arguing that point my whole entire lifetime. It all depends on forgiven and forgiveness. If either you're either forgiven or you're not forgiven. That's it. And this, that concept that you just said right now, mm-hmm. touches a lot on the movie. Yes. Because he kills a greater evil, and the Justice Society is like, okay. And then what happens? They tell him, stay in your lane, and no more problems will happen. Again, blurring the lines of what good and evil is. Does that mean Amanda Waller's a greater evil that Black Adam's going to have to handle again? Is she at the same level as that devil was? Or is she not as bad as that devil guy that he just fought where he doesn't have to? Or where, where's the good and where's the evil? Is Amanda Waller good? I would say she's probably the worst villain of them all. Yes. But they consider her a good guy. I said that when we left the movie. Yeah, for, yeah. I said, why didn't we just make her the villain of the movie? Yeah, you did say that. Right when we walked out of the doors, you said, why wasn't Amanda Waller the main villain? Right. And I agree. She's the puppet master. She's fantastic, too. She's controlling the Justice Society. We gotta say, Viola Davis is just the best thing. Did you see her, did you see her um, wild, I mean, her her hot ones? No. She was on hot ones for this movie and for her other movie, Woman King or whatever. She's a fan. I, I've never seen her be herself, like talk normal, be mm-hmm. normal. I've only seen Viola Davis, the right. actress. She's spectacular. Really? Like, she's such a fantastic person to watch. And, and, and awesome. I was really, really impressed with her. But I've always been impressed with her, Amanda Waller. She's the perfect Amanda Waller. No nonsense. And she's the villain. She's a villain. She makes me, the Joker, jealous <laughs> of how fantastic <laughs> right. she is because she is, like, really, if I could have her on my team, like, the Joker in the DC comics would say, Hey, Amanda Waller, why don't you just join up with me and let's do some crazy stuff. She'd be the perfect person. Because she could convince an Eskimo to live in the desert in an igloo. Like, she's freaking fantastic. Everybody believes what she's saying. She's so good. And they go, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you hear Henry Winkler tell, you know, Adam, Adam Smasher, Smasher, listen to everything Waller tells you. Yeah. She's not going to steer you wrong. Yep. Didn't, didn't hesitate in what he said. Listen to everything she says. And what do you look now that we're on that? Like, what do you think about Adam Smasher and um, the girl? I can't remember her name at all. Uh, Cyclone. Cyclone. Yeah. And Doctor um, Fate, Hawkman. I mean, they were perfect, right? Yes. They did a fantastic job. Yes. I was very impressed with their whole entire look, feel. It was fantastic. They 
did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. In that movie. They hit all the right beats. Seeing Hawkman versus um, Black Adam was just fantastic. Like, they were going tooth and nail fighting. It was awesome. I love that whole entire thing. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. You know, I want want more of them fighting. But again, I don't know. Again, it... It goes right back to where it blurs a line. Like, Hawk guy, Hawkman is supposed to be the good guy. And then he's fighting Black Adam. And then and then they find out that there's a greater evil. So then they team up with Black Adam to get rid of the greater evil. So then he's not a bad guy anymore. Now he's a teammate. I was I was put on the fence a lot during this movie. My, my mind kept swimming a lot when the Justice Society would say certain things to Black Adam. Because... We're gonna go back to the good and good and bad thing. When they would talk to him a certain way, I would say in my mind, "That's not how a good guy would talk." Right. Regardless if you're the bad guy or not, the good guy wouldn't talk like that to the bad guy because you're a good guy. And then when Black Adam would talk to them, he would skirt the line of. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to do what I need to do to to get my point across to where I need to go. Right? If you're in my way, you're not going to stop. But then he would dial back and kind of totally betray that concept. And I think that's part of it, too. You understand what I'm talking about? Villains are supposed to be unreasonable. Yes. And they have a, a juggernaut feel to them. The, these guys that they're creating, like the Joker, um, Amanda Waller. Well, Amanda Waller might not be reasonable, but she's a hero. So we're not talking about her. But mm-hmm. Joker and Black Adam, I'll just use those two examples, are both reasonable to talk to. I would even throw in Thanos. Okay. Thanos, too. He's reasonable. And th- and I always thought that was a problem that we're having right now. Because villains are supposed to be unreasonable. And are you saying that because of their ideologies? Yes, Absolutely. Like, even with Black Adam, when they pull him aside finally and talk to him, they say, he's just like, I get that. I understand. I'm with you guys. It's like, no, you know, if it was me and I'm trying to find a villain, he would have said, okay, let's talk. They get to a point to where they're talking by the throne, for instance, and they're all talking. Right. And then kill them all. Yeah. Here, he's like, yeah, let's work together. Let's go save this kid. And I'm like, <laughs> that just, yes. it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any but sense. But I'm a villain. You know what I mean? So I think like a villain. Right. That's my job. I'm like, why wouldn't he ha- Why wouldn't he take advantage of the situation of when he has them with their guard down? Villains have agendas. Yeah, he... Villains will manipulate to get to their agenda. Yep. So if he's manipulating to say, yeah, I'll help you, help you fight this kid. And then do something to double cross that then that makes them a villain yeah and then that that would make sense on why they had the ending they had because the ending which is a spoiler for instance I'm not going to say what happens but at the end of the credits there is something that happens but that ending would make sense if he had ended the movie as a villain yes he ended the movie as a hero right and the the thing that he says at the end of the post credit makes him a villain again makes no sense too Makes no sense because of the way they ended the movie. Right. Now, I'll say this. Had they ended the movie where 
the boys there, the mom's there, the brother's there, Hawkman, Cyclone, and just, Adam Smasher. Yeah, they're all on the floor. And he's like, I'm so glad we did this together. Thank you. But a price has to be paid for that demon that showed up. And they asked for seven souls. So, and then yeah. kills them all. Yes. There we go. End, okay. End scene. Black Adam. Yeah. Black it's like Adam. Black Adam. Then post-credit scene yeah. makes sense. Because here they're like laughing, having a great time, going, well, you're our hero now. Mm-hmm. You're stuck here with us. Ha, ha, ha. Right. What should we call you? Black Adam. Why? He has done nothing evil. He's a good guy. If anything, he's probably the best good guy that DC has in cinema right now. Ever. Yeah. Better than Superman. Better than Batman. Like, he was good. He was really good. Yes. And he killed for a purpose, which makes him even better than Batman. Yes. Hardcore. Absolutely. So that's why it's confusing for fans. Now, if we weren't fans, and we were just completely just a moviegoer to go eat popcorn and then sit there and, and be watching this movie without any idea of what's we, going on yeah this movie's a 10 out of 10 right we were with the movie goer yeah last night and they came out of the theater going this movie 10 was 10 out of 10 yeah. spectacular <laughs> we were like, we were like yes get absolutely I get that and we were like yes, yes. because it hits all the notes it, exactly we action packed fun everything. has a badass hero From start to finish so why wouldn't it general audience be like woo this was great mm-hmm. absolutely General audience, all, yes. It did all those whistles. Any comic book person? Hell no. Questions. Questions even though, arise. Even though it does follow the Jeff Johns comic mm-hmm. of the anti-hero, I get that. But not everybody read that comic. No. And not everybody knows that he is an anti-hero. Chances are, they've never even heard of that comic. So they're going into this thinking of the old Black Adam that wants to kill Shazam, that wants to kill everybody, that's a villain, that's a supervillain. Like, in the Legion of Doom, he's in there with them. Like, he's not in the halls of justice. Right. He's in the Legion of Doom. There's a dividing line between villain and, you know, and what's interesting, too, is, like, let's just take Lex Luthor in the comics, right? I consider him one of the greatest minds in comic villainy. Like, he's fantastic. I love him. Then we translate him over to the movies, and they get that idiot to play him, Jesse Eisenberg, right? <laughs> yes. Which is the biggest, I think, one of the biggest miscastings Mistakes. and mistakes of all time. But you just took someone that was like... Uh, Regal. I, I would say like, uh, I hate to use it, but like a Barack Obama type. You know what I mean? Like, he, he is Barack Obama status. But, of course, he's not Barack Obama, because Barack Obama's a good guy, for what we say. But he is that status quo. And then you cast Pee Wee Herman to play Barack Obama in a movie. <laughs> yeah. That's the exact equivalent of what they did. Sure. They should have got somebody, you know, regal. I, I would have said someone... Of e- equal stature. You know who I would have got? And I hate to say this because, you know, I don't like him, but I would have got Denzel Washington to play Lex really? Luthor. Absolutely. That would have been great. Denzel, that's a, that's, a, that's a role for Denzel to play that he would never probably take, but he would outshine himself in his whole that would be his career defining casting is they cast Denzel Washington as Lex Luthor right now at the age that's, he is right now that's an interesting yeah, that would be he's the only person I could think that could hold up to the Gene Hackman st- status okay it would have to be someone like Denzel Washington mm-hmm. and I and I use him because that's a dream I wish they would so 
you, if you think about Denzel Washington being cast as Lex Luthor, and they go, "Well, get Jesse Eisenberg," <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> right. like, yes. what the hell are uh, you guys yeah. doing? Uh, That's supposed to be the greatest mind in all of comics to go up against the strongest superhuman of all time, Superman. Let me pop my Jolly Rancher. Yeah. Imagine Denzel's Lex Luthor going against Denzel's mind going up against Superman's body. That's a dream. That would be amazing. Imagine but, a suit. Yeah. And um, no, exactly. If you got in the mech suit, yes. Shit. Mech would be used <laughs> yeah. in two different ways. It'd be amazing. Right. <laughs> but he's a. It would be amazing. Like, I wish. I wish. That's. And again, I don't know why DC is doing this where they're blurring the lines of good and evil. Because they want to get people in the seats. I get it. That's that's the only reason they're doing it. But the only way you're going to have a good hero is if you have the best villain. Yeah. That's the only way it's going to happen. If you blur the lines between hero and villain, then who do you vote? Who do you go for? Like I'm going to be honest with you. After seeing how Black Adam just took care of a whole country, he's killing for a purpose, Why like do America does. Else? Yeah. He's the hero now. Why the hell would I even go with Superman? Well, they even saying in the movie. The people of that of the of that village, mm-hmm. of that town. Yep. They go. He's our hero. What are you doing here? Yeah, you weren't here when we were. We were right when this, we were. When we were, we were in prison when we were fighting for our lives when we were. Where was the justice society? Government here. Where was Superman? Right. Where were you? But he's always been here, and he's always helped us. And look at him go now. Right. So why are you here? What's your purpose? Yeah. Why are you trying to stop him? So like I asked my girlfriend last night, if Superman and Shazam fight, let's say they fight Black Adam, who are you going for? Let's say they kill Black Adam. Do you feel bad? No. I don't personally. She does. Yeah, she does. She would. Because she's invested. Right. But I'm saying right now, you're a moviegoer, you just watched Black Adam, and the next movie is Superman, Shazam versus Black Adam. Who do you cheer for? If I didn't know anything about the comics or anything, right. and I was a general audience, and I and I came out of that first movie a ten out of ten, I'd be going for Black Adam. Absolutely, yeah. there's no doubt. Sure. There's no doubt because he's a badass. Yes. He did everything that we're. They made him a badass, and he's doing everything that we are accustomed to seeing heroes do: kill for their country, kill for a purpose, but then help the lesser. And help the lesser. So what America does, uh, I'm going to say like Iron Man, it's worked out pretty good for them so far. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now Black Adam's doing the same thing. Yes. Have we ever seen Superman do that? All of Man of Steel, you can watch Man of Steel, and I'm saying unless they tell you Superman is the hero, you would never know. That's why I hated it so much. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I still hate <laughs> I remember, it. I remember, I know. I still hate it, but I, like yes. I told you, he didn't stand for America. Yes. He wasn't standing for the justice, you know. I can, and I don't like Superman anyways, but... He, he wasn't Superman. Black Adam was more Superman than Superman. Man of Steel made made the Superman character very self-absorbed. Not the not eagle-toting, the, right? Not, not red, the, white, and blue. Not the concept of Superman that I grew up with. Not Christopher Reeves. Um, <laughs> not taking any weight thing from, from Henry Cavill mm-hmm. whatsoever. I think he plays Superman really well. No, he's beautiful. Once he's in the suit. He looks... The part about Henry um, Cavill that's looks, amazing is he's beautiful. He's gorgeous. Yeah. He's like, gorgeous as an artist, man. he's a he's very a beautiful man. person. Right. From an artistic point of view, when you look at him, he's a gorgeous man. Yep. 
So he fits the mold of Superman perfectly. It was the, the content of the movie. Right. The content As I stated, of the movie, Black Adam is more Superman than Superman. Yes. Yes. If, if Superman's movie was like Black Adam, like if we just took The Rock's character out and put Superman in, and Superman did all the same thing, kill all the mercenaries, kill all those people, kill everybody that deserved it, kill that demon, that's Superman. Mm-hmm. That would have been badass. Right. But instead, Black Adam got that treatment. And he's supposed to be... He's Black Adam's supposed to be that red demon, and Superman was supposed to be Black Adam in this movie. Yeah. They should have done it like that. Yeah. They should they should have done it like that. The the idea of Black Adam being the villain at the end. Yeah. Making everybody believe that he was this good guy, good morally, like I'm killing for people, my people. Yeah. I'm killing for this place, my home. And but then he the kills end, everybody and then says, but, but I'm the also end, their God. But I'm, yeah, Exactly. Yeah. I'm also their God. This is my transformation now. Final suit. This is how it is. Murders everybody. That's it. That, again, that would make sense. Yes. To us. To because us. we're comic people. Yes. Again, to the everyday viewer, they're going like, Man, that was badass. Black Adam's a great dude. Like, I would vote for Black Adam for president. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Right. That's everything that she said because she was like, yes, yes, yes. Now, do you think that get it. if they did it the other way, the way we're talking about it, do you think you would get the same reaction from general audiences that it did leaving the theater yesterday? Comic? General audience? Do you think your girlfriend would have reacted the same way 10 out of 10 if no. The concept of Black Adam was the way we just portrayed it. Like he kills everybody. The kid, yeah. the mom, and the brother. And that's how it ends. And then he says, this is my place. I'm got-. No, she would have been like confused. Yeah. Because this whole movie led up to believing that he was a good guy. And in the end, we were waiting for that to happen. Then he does that. I don't know. It's a 50-50. Because she's either going to, she either fell in love with him the way he was the whole movie. Because he was mean the whole time. And then he kills at the end and you go, okay, yeah, badass. Or... You go, I can't believe he did that. And now you hate him. But that was the purpose of the movie, is to That's hate him. That's right. They never made him a mean person. They made him a no-nonsense person. Yeah. They didn't I use will, doors. I will, do, I will do whatever it takes to get to what I need. Didn't use doors. Didn't walk around. Floated everywhere. That's it. Godly. Godly. Thought he was better. But then, good person at the end. And again, I just like that line that he tells that kid. You know, your dad needs to teach you violence. Yeah. <laughs> that was. He needs to so teach you violence. Right. Who's going to teach him violence? Yeah. Right. That, was so yeah that was great. It's, yeah, it's one of those ones that was just like, did I enjoy the movie? Oh, hell yes. yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I said, I'm a wrestling guy. It was I never really liked The Rock as a wrestler. Right. I'm a stone cold dude. Sure. But did I appreciate The Rock when he was there? Hell yeah. Was he entertaining? Hell yeah. yes. So seeing The Rock being a badass that's now omnipotent power... Again, badass. If, if, if you're saying this is an awful movie because it's not hitting those comic beats, I get you. Yeah. But if you're just a moviegoer in general... This know, has... Like us. Yeah. We're moviegoers too. We love our comics. We love our toys. We love all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? And we all know all about the mythos. Right? But we're moviegoers too. 
And if those movies are still hitting those beats, even though they're missing some of the concepts that we like... Or that we expected. Yeah, or we expect. We still gotta say, this was a good movie yeah. in those aspects. And that's why I had to explain, like... Did I love the movie? Yes. Yeah. I could I see it again? Sure. Many times. I could watch it over and over. It was yeah. that fun. Did it live up to the expectation I had of what Black Adam should be? Not oh hell no. That's a zero out of Not ten. A zero out right. of ten, unfortunately. Yeah. But is the movie a ten out of ten? Mm-hmm. As far as if I didn't know anything? Yeah. But based on what I know, soundtrack, cinematography, special effects, writing I still gave it a 7 out of 10. 7, right? Because it is a 7. It's not a 10, it's not an 8, it's not a 9. It's a, it's a really good 7. Yeah, 7. But can you go watch it, turn off your brain, and enjoy it? Yeah, I would, I would equate it to the second mummy. Yes. Even though I know the rocks in it, and I don't mean that at all. Right, right, right. But it's that fun. Like, yeah. you go and just go, this movie's freaking fun. And I don't think DC has had a movie like this. Because even, this was better than Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard because I mean I enjoyed Aquaman too. I told you yesterday. I fell yeah. asleep. Aquaman, yeah, you fell asleep. Yeah. But I really enjoyed Aquaman. Yes. This was better than Aquaman. This was better than Justice League. Yeah, the first one, not Zack yes. Snyder's. Not Zack Snyder's. Well, no, but we don't include Zack Snyder's. Yeah, this was better than. I would say, well, I don't know. I love the first. I love first and second Suicide Squad. Those are, I think, untouchable. Better than Wonder Woman 84. I don't even consider that a movie at all. (laughs) That's not even even included. (laughs) That movie's trash. I would say it's better than Wonder Woman. Okay. The first one. I really love the first one. Uh, But yeah, I mean, Black Adam is a really interesting movie because it doesn't doesn't fit really the the whole equation of what DC is doing. Well, but... The thing that, that works me too about about the DC films now is that they keep saying to us that they're trying to get away from these the older concepts, Man of Steel, Aquaman, yeah. Flash, but they still keep bringing back the same characters from these movies yeah. to be side characters within the stories. Yeah. So why are you keep why do you keep doing that to us if you want to get away from those things? No, yeah. I but, would say this movie is as good as the first Shazam. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I could watch the first Shazam and watch this back to back and go, I've had the same time. Looking at looking at Shazam and Black Adam, this out of those two movies, I think Shazam for me was probably the best developed DC film. Yes. Of all of them. Yep. I laughed out loud yes. with Shazam. And I, I felt that whole family. Yes. It got me in my chest yes. big time. I was like, oh my God, I really feel like I'm feeling something. Yeah. I felt something here with Black Adam too. So watching that one, and then again going into this movie going Makes no sense. Black Adam, how is that going to work? doesn't. It doesn't. Nope. It doesn't. It doesn't work at all. Because they don't even mention how he got away from the family. Nothing. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I told that to my sister last night. I said it doesn't match up with Shazam. No. And I'm assuming that is because they're never going to meet. Yeah. And I also don't know when Black Adam took place. Was it before Shazam? Right. We had that question yesterday, too. I have no idea. Because, again, with Amanda Waller being in there. Mm -hmm. And that blonde with her. Right. And the blonde from Peacemaker. Those two characters are 
separate separate but they're also non-existent anymore in the status that they're in in this movie yeah so does it take place before the events of Peacemaker they take event uh, place before um what Justice League no. I don't know yeah it, it's 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 weird where they fit it yeah I really don't know. And that's, again, that's part of the problem, too, because it's just so much... And... Where's, where is... Uh, and some of the technology they were using was badass. But it was very futuristic. Yeah. So, again, it was very... It had me confused at the very beginning where the time frame was. Was this yeah. set more in the future? Was this... I, I don't know. And those bikes and then using that stone was yes. badass. So mm-hmm. I don't know. There was some, a, lot, a lot of questions like that were swimming through my head while I was watching this. But, again, I would forget about it and just watch the movie yeah. and be, like, entertained. Okay, let's go on. Yeah, let's yeah, move let's on. keep going. It's like, they must know Wakanda or something. Something. Because they got badass technology. Right. So, let me, let me ask you this final, like, to conclude it. What's a score you'd give it? Seven. Seven. Do you, you agree with a seven? Yeah, like yesterday I said seven right off the bat. It's a seven. Yeah. I agree. And... Would you tell comic fans to see it? Sure, but I would tell them not to go in there with any expectation about Black Adam. This is not the Black Adam you know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'd say see it. It was worth it. It was fun. It was crazy. Total popcorn movie, total candy movie. Turn off your brain, watch it, have a great time. But is it what we were expecting as far as what Black Adam brings to the comic table? Not even close. But we, got, it, we got a glimpse of him. Yeah. But it makes no sense on why he would go up against Superman. Or why why they would even fight. Yeah. It makes absolutely and the, no and sense. And the line that he uses in that post credit scene doesn't make any sense. Bring them all. Right. Why? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to no. me from what he just did in the movie. Like I said, hey, he killed everybody. Okay, I can yeah. see that. But he doesn't do that. Yeah. So that he ends up he ends the movie as a hero. I don't know. All smashing, in all, smashing the throne and everything. Yeah, sits there for a while, for a second, contemplates it, and, and then, then goes now. Yeah. So yeah, I mean yeah, I don't know. It was a crazy crazy movie, but definitely worth having a conversation about. Sure. I appreciate you again coming on. It's always fantastic. Anytime, man. We'll probably do something later on about Wakanda Forever Wakanda. coming up coming up here pretty soon so in conclusion I'll say this go check out Black Adam it was fun it was crazy The Rock did his great job he wasn't The Rock he was Black Adam it was an action packed film from beginning to end if you're a comic fan go see it and come up with your own ideas of what you think Black Adam should have been one more thing I want to say Um, you do forget that it's Dwayne Johnson yeah he is not he sells you on the idea of him as Black Adam yeah He's fantastic as Black Adam. But yeah, total popcorn movie, 7 out of 10. Go check it out. And then anywhere I have this podcast posted, please, in the credits, let me know what you guys thought of Black Adam. If you saw it, I'd love to hear from it, from you, from anyone, really. And uh, yeah, thanks again, David, for being on my podcast. You're amazing. You're fantastic. It was a blast seeing the movie with you. All in all, Black Adam. Go see it. It is perfect for children. Also, huge shout out to... Todd McFarlane for making some of the most amazing toys, but also some of the most amazing toys for this movie. 
Hawkman toy and all the toys that are involved in Dr. Fate and everyone else. They are absolutely gorgeous. So they just pull them straight off the screen and put them into a toy box. It is absolutely magical. So, much love to you. Don't forget to check out my Facebook, Corpus Christi Joker Facebook. Don't forget to check my Instagram, The Real Nerf Joker on Instagram. Don't forget to check out David's Instagram, Works by David Fuentes on Instagram and his Facebook. Don't forget, you might be catching him at some conventions here coming up pretty soon. Keep a lookout for that on any of his social media. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully we have either convinced you to go see it or given you some thought-provoking ideas for you after you saw the movie so we can talk about them later. Much love, and as always, thanks for riding the waves on J-Waves. Much love.